Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, Passion and Purpose podcast listeners, we have a treat today. Let's just call it an early Christmas present. I'm here with my longtime friend, Kendall Laughlin. Kendall, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Hey, Jordan. Joy to be here and Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. You know, before we were getting on this, I was just looking up uh, prophetic words that Christy and I have received over the years, a practice that we've learned from people like yourself is just to compile those to really to go back for encouragement over the years. And, you know, I was just looking at the the many different words that you have shared with us. So just a sincere thanks to you. Uh, and I know that we're just one little piece of many people around the world that you have have impacted. So thank you for sharing who you are uh, with so many uh, so broadly. Man, just what a joy to be here. Thank you, Jordan. Love you guys. And um, yeah, thankful to stay connected. Thanks for having me. Amen. So, you know, we've, Kendall, we've done three different podcasts on this whole idea of ors. We've been in the book of Isaiah. We've been in the book of Mark. Last time we were at the end of Acts and Acts 27. And we told our listeners last time we were going to do a final one with you because you've had some unique, uh, I'm calling them unique. I'll let you give your own language, but I would say unique encounters with the Lord around what you're calling parables of surrender. And so why don't you take it from there and we'll have a dialogue about it. Great. Thanks, Jordan. Well, first of all, I just want to say two things I love about the Lord. Um, I love his word and I love how you started Mm -hmm. this series uh, commenting on Isaiah 33, going through the word of God, because that's so important. And I know I'm kind of talking about some prophetic parables today, but I'm a word of God guy. And uh, truly, we need to be grounded in the word. It doesn't return void. And yes. So the beautiful thing about God's word in our life. And then I'm so thankful for the grace of God. This uh, experience, these prophetic parables of surrender have actually come into my life in, in a more in a more challenging time. Uh, I, I recently had surgery. And so what's been happening, uh, it was on my leg. And so I've had to have these extended walks in the evening. Mm. For, purposes of circulation. And that is when the Lord has been downloading all this stuff to me. And to be quite honest, like in my natural mind, I would much prefer to be inside watching a Christmas movie with my kids. But (laughs) it's like God has ordained this time in my life as a time of encounter, totally unexpected, honestly, a little inconvenient. It's all grace. Sure. And so, uh, you know, I don't, sometimes you get on a podcast and there's some guy talking about visions and dreams and <laughs> you just think that he's praying and fasting all day. And I just want to say, I'm so thankful for the grace of God because um, the Lord is just meeting me and I think he can meet everybody in this season. So right. I just want to start saying that. I love that word, you know, the, the primacy of the word of God uh, and just the gratitude for the grace of God. I think, I think we start with those pretty much every time we're probably going to end up in a pretty good place. <laughs> okay. So you've been taking these walks um, because of this challenging time in your life due to these surgeries. Um, 
why don't you take a sense? So what was the what was the first encounter like and then set it up for us? So I was I was walking my dog and um, uh, just immediately the the Lord just I was listening to some worship music, kind of chose to not listen to a podcast that night for whatever reason and saw saw an oar, saw a canoe paddle. And I just kept thinking about it. And it it nothing really developed with that. The next Wednesday night, I was in a, a prayer meeting at our church, and it kind of unfolded all of a sudden. And this is the first of actually four or five visions the Lord has given me about that. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get into all of them right now. Sure. But, but just to say, this has been a remarkable season. Um, there, there, it had four parts, this initial experience. I was holding a canoe uh, paddle in a canoe on a wide river, and I was exhausted. I was burnt out from trying to paddle in my own strength. And that represented my own works, my own agendas, uh, my own leadership. Uh, and there was this feeling of defeat and overexertion. Mm. And um, as I'm in this prayer meeting, I'm praying about this canoe and I'm, and God is unfolding the rest of the vision to me. Um, in the second portion, uh, as an act of worship, I felt led to surrender the paddle to God, surrender mm. the oar. And there was even a visual of just like throwing it into the river. And um, the Lord told me it was Hebrews 6, repent of dead works. And um, mm. man, I want to work hard and honor God, but he doesn't need my work. That's, wow. that's, the, that's the difference. Wow. And, um, and so uh, when I threw that oar into the water, Jesus said to me, and I just heard his voice so clearly, I want my church back. Wow. And this is a time where the Lord has his hand heavy on leaders Dealing with their self-efforts, dealing with striving, dealing with agendas, dealing with our quote-unquote spiritual successes, mm. um, because he wants to be captain of the ship. Right. And so in the third part of the vision, um, I laid down and in the canoe and began to rest. And there's a sweet feeling of rest. I grew up uh, kayaking on the Mulberry River in Arkansas, and that's kind of what it felt, just a sweet feeling. And um, as I laid down and I rested, uh, I began to to feel um, this new current. And what I realized was I'd been desensitized to the current mm. because mm. of my own work. Oh. And it was like, oh, there's been some areas of the spirits leading in my life where I've been desensitized. I've oh. been, I, I've, I've been, I've, I've not been aware. And of course, current is another term for power. Right. And so this sure. is all unfolding to me. And then in the fourth part of this vision, uh, the canoe is taken down a new stream and washes ashore on this island. And it's this beautiful island of blue topaz. You know, and oh. I've looked up topaz. I've tried to understand it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I wrote this down. Uh, the Lord has a secret place, a good place, a place of abundance prepared for his people. But we can only get there on his terms. This new place can only by resting and responding to him. Blue is a heavenly color representing the Holy Spirit, divine revelation, Israel, and grace. Topaz finds part of the breastplate of the beast. Topaz was Simeon. He hears. And if you have, you need to hear what I'm saying to you. So this all happened to me. In a prayer meeting at, at our church, All People's Church in San Diego, you know, we're kind of a sister-daughter movement of Antioch. We've been launched out, and so we're having this, our own meeting. And right. on Monday morning, 
um, I, I'm flying out to DC to serve Antioch DC and the team there and to get to, you know, connect with them. And because I'm on Pacific and Jimmy's on central, you know, some, the, the time difference. So early, early on Pacific time, I start getting some messages from Jimmy and he's just kind of, Hey, how are you doing? I've been praying for you. just a very kind, friendly pastoral check-in and mm. talking about Rome and, and I'm actually boarding this uh, flight to DC and then he starts telling me about this Isaiah 33, surrender the oars. And I'm on, I'm on my Southwest flight at this point. <laughs> and you know, there's all this noise and I've got my AirPods in and I nearly went to the roof of the plane. I was oh, really? Like, what? <laughs> there is, there is, wait, you're, you're doing this or thing too? Like what? Wow. And, and so I started this journey of praying into surrendering the oars mm. and, and, and what I realized, you know, for all of us in the body of Christ, it's not necessarily the, oar; it's the surrender. Wow. And the Lord began to unfold to me other parables, other experiences about the concept of surrender. And I can just tell you, Jordan, this is a difficult time for me, but he is doing such a work in my heart. This is the wow. best season I've had with God in a long time. I'm so thankful and as as I am leaning into surrender, the Lord's doing something new. Wow! So, I mean, so amazing. And you know, I've 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 already been privy to these the different encounters with the Lord that you've had. And Jimmy and I've I've talked about it. The thing today that's striking me as as we're visiting is I think for our listeners a couple of things. One is that idea of being desensitized to the current. I think a lot of people, uh, I mean, at least that I'm walking with right now would resonate with that. Uh, so just so appreciative to the Lord, uh, you know, of him showing you that by revelation of, Hey, let's stop the self effort, not because you're a bad person because you're wanting to please me, but because you're being de it's actually, uh, working with the desensitate desensitization, uh, to my spirit, that I'm wanting to, you know, wanting to do in your life. And I, I just, I think that's, that's one. Uh, and then the other one, just grateful for your, for your vulnerability of saying, this has not been an easy season of my life. And I want our listeners to hear just because a, a season like Kendall's describing isn't easy. That doesn't mean that the grace of God has been lifted. It's mm -hmm. that, that is not an indicator of favor or not favor with God. In fact, many times uh, that it being in the crucible is a time to, to really hear from the Lord. So I just wanted to, to pause there uh, to put an accent on those um, as we move forward. So, so take us, take us further now. Okay. So I'm, I'm walking the dog a little night letter pepper. <laughs> I guess my dog is a very prophetic dog. I don't know. So um, I'm walking the dog and then it just continues. And so as I'm walking the dog, I have this vision that I'm walking on the floor of a riverbed. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think there's something God's doing in Antioch. And I know this is a, a podcast in the Antioch movement, Jordan. So, so let me say this. I think the oars, there's something fresh. There's a release of God's current and his power he's wanting to bring. But he's bringing it in a new way. Amen. He's not bringing it through impartation or a guest speaker or a great book. It's actually a work of the heart where there's a surrender that has to happen. And, and I think some of these other visions are actually for, for the body, um, for all of us, you know, that, that are walking out in the things of God and trying to extend the kingdom, you know, whatever right. our sphere. 
and and I'm walking on the floor of this this riverbed, and I'm seeing all these oars. And I looked down, and the one I saw had a word on it. The word was Whitfield. And what I what I recognized, oh, these are these are the names of great men and women of God. Wow. Surrendered their oars. Wow. You know, I think one of the last things we have to surrender in God's plan is our names. Wow. And as I prayed into that, the Lord just said, you're in good company, man. Wow. Surrender, surrender your name. You're in good company. And this is an encouragement for those that are willing, that are willing to surrender. Mm. And the Lord told me this, um, and this is a little direct, but I'm just going to go for it if that's okay. <laughs> that Please lust do. for power is the strongest form of lust. Wow. It was a warning for those of us that have been trusted and stewarded um, with leadership in mm. this season. It's kind of like the ring and the Lord of the Rings. Just just surrender it now because right. he wants to give us more. Um, but there's a there's a spiritual transaction that's required in this season for God to take us further. Wow. And so as, as I moved through this area of all these paddles, I went through like a kelp forest under the water and... I saw these ships and they had sank. They were shipwrecked. And I was, of course, reminded of 1 Timothy 1 talking about if we don't wage the war according to the prophecies given to us, we can shipwreck our faith. Right. And the ships all had gold in them. And um, what the Lord spoke to me about that was this gold is like the, the grace that has been given to previous movements, to previous moves of God, but they did not surrender. Wow. And so it's been lost. Wow. Um, there was a lack of responsiveness to the spirit's leadership. Um, they didn't make it to the finish line. And so there's a grace that's been lost. And I got a warning from God. So that the encouragement was, hey, you're in good company. Right. The warning was this sharp turn ahead. Wow. And um, man, we've had some sharp turns in the last couple of years, haven't sure. we? But sure. I think there's a spiritual turn that now God is trying to design. Mm through mm. the body of Christ. And, and, and it's like, if we keep them, or if we keep growing, if we just keep moving in our own strength, we're not going to have the grace to turn at the right time. Wow. And so it's so much more than just, okay, I need to surrender to God so I can have better church meetings and the Holy spirit can really bless my ministry or right. I need to surrender to God. So God can bless my family. There's actually, there's something global going on in the body of Christ where God mm. is saying, I want to take you somewhere new, but I wow. actually can't get you there because of your current momentum. You have wow. to surrender. And so as you can imagine, I am so convicted and thinking about sure. finally <laughs> sure. my life, you know, I mean, um, I, I'm a hard worker and, you know, like to plan and strategize. And so God's dealing with me and all this. Mm. Mm. Um, and then the third aspect of this particular uh, experience was I went through a tunnel underwater, very dark, very narrow. And I came up, um, kind of reminded me of Hawaii, like some of the lakes that are in volcanic craters. Right. And there's just a beautiful, you know, crater in this, uh, with the water in it. And, um, and the Lord just told me safe Harbor. Mm. Um, you know, there are things hidden for us, places of security and safety that God wants to take us but we do not know how to get there ourselves. It's about surrendering to him and trusting the passages, which do not make sense will lead wow. us somewhere. This is the promise of surrender. God has a place for us. And, and I mean, then more things started to unfold about uh, there, there were several visions I had about a knife and, you know, 
um, God's covenants with us. And God was mm. actually calling me, Hey, will you, will you surrender the promises I've given you? Wow. And I'm like, but, but what? <laughs> I mean, that's all I have. Like I left everything to be in ministry and you know, like, <laughs> no, like that's what your mature faith is, right? You hold on to the promises of God, no matter what. Sure. Sure. And, and, and you know, God's just been dealing with me on giving even my promises back to him. It's like an Isaac moment. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, there's something in this season about, about just even surrendering those things back to God and why, because he has more for us than we can mm. ask or imagine. Right. But we're locked in on old agendas. We're wow. locked in on old plans and, I'm not trying to be too dramatic about it, but I, I just think there's something fresh that God wants to do in the life of a lot of leaders. Right. So if, you know, if I'm a leader, I'm listening or I'm just a member of the body of Christ, but you know, uniquely a, a leader in the body of Christ. And I recognize, wow, I have been doing what Kendall's describing lockdown, old agendas. I don't want to be one of these ships laden with gold, but the one that didn't, they got shipwrecked, did not make it to, the end of the finish line, there's this lust for power that, you know, is not, that's not always, you know, in the body of Christ, when lust is taught, that's, it's not always taught as, and that's not, not slamming any teachers. I just think that that's helpful from the Lord mm -hmm. to be like, yes, pay attention to all lusts, mm -hmm. but really pay attention to the lust for power because there's a sharp turn ahead. And as I'm listening to you, I'm like, I don't want to have such a lust for power that I can't surrender to Jesus, the captain of the ship who wants to give more that has an abundance for me and for us as the body. But I, I don't want to be so locked in on, you know, business as usual. Am I, am I hearing you correctly in that? Uh, yeah, that, I think that's a great summary. So um, as we're just, as we're nearing the end here, what, what are you either anticipating from, you know, in these, from these different encounters, obviously I've heard you say, you know, the Lord is, is dealing with your heart on different things, but what, um, what area of hopefulness are you anticipating out of these encounters? And even as we're, you know, we're here in the holidays coming into the new year, um, what, what is that from you? Well, let me tell you how, how I'm personally responding. Right. This, right. um, there's three things I'm doing uh, okay. in my life. The, the first thing is um, the week of New Year's. I haven't picked the day yet, but I'm going to I'm going to go out to the Pacific Ocean. Like I said, I live in San Diego is part of the leadership of all peoples. And um, I don't know what I'll do. Maybe I'll write it on a on a rock or something, but I'm going to write down some things I need to surrender and I'm going to throw in the oars. So wow. maybe you live by a lake, maybe you live by a river, maybe you live by a water feature in your apartment community, you know, um, what, what's a prophetic act you can do personally to surrender your oars? Wow. We so want to be part of a great church, but people have got to understand their pastor can't surrender for them. Like God, God has an individual journey for all of us. So that's right. one thing I'm doing. The next thing I'm doing is, so what do we do to fill the gap when we surrender? Well, we just host the presence of God. And so mm. I, here's what I think the Lord is going to do through all that. Here's here's the word of hope I think he has for us. Um, 
there is a beautiful redistribution that's and i think it's a lot less about what we've planned or what we're seeing right now and a lot more about holding on to the lord and allowing him to place us Mm -hmm. in new places and Mm -hmm. um you know hopefully people are here in my heart in each of these visions. Yes, there's warnings, there's challenges, but God's saying, actually, I want to, I want to bring more into Mm. your life. One of these, one of these visions of a knife I had, the Lord showed me how surrender turns the logos word, the written word of God into the rhema word of God, into the anointed spoken word of God in our life. Mm. And so he's transforming us so we can be messengers. We can be messengers of his power. We can be messengers of his glory. I've got a snow globe here. You know, he's shaking things up and we don't always know where it's going to settle, but right. there's some good place he has for us to resettle. There's a spacious place he's wanting to bring us into. Right. It actually won't always feel this narrow if you choose surrender now. Wow. Um, and I just think there's such a grace right now uh, to encounter God. So what I would just pray for anyone listening to this is God will give you your own visions of surrender that God yes. will show you how to uh, interact with him in this time. And um, as I've said, may it's been hard, but this is one of my best seasons with God. I just pray that for every person listening right. uh, to this, to this podcast, you know, um, I, w- I was just in Texas visiting some family and it was winter and uh, it was actually just a bright sunny day. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> we think we're in a certain season and God surprises us. Wow. And um, what I would just pray is that God surprises you Mm-hmm. Uh, with encounters and grace and wisdom mm-hmm. you know, during this time. Amen. Kendall, thank you so much. Uh, I was personally taking notes <laughs> during that from just for my own heart, my own life, uh, trusting that our listeners uh, will be doing the same. And just, man, grateful, hope-filled as we're entering this, this next season. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time with us today. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.